MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge. $500 in cash and prizes up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app. Hello, Generinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 276. Who should I send it out to? I'm going to send it out to someone who I think he's – I'm guessing it's a he, because everyone who follows us seems to be he. Uh, Crunch, K-R-U-H-N-C-H in our Discord. Uh, like I said, I'm assuming it's a he. Sorry if I'm misgendering you, but um, it's been posted often in our Discord. So we welcome him to the Discord family. Um, hope, hopefully you haven't been around for a long time and I'm just cluing in now. But anyhow, uh, welcome to the family. Nonetheless, if if you want to have an episode uh, dedicated to you, get in our Discord or even better, give us a five-star r- review and a rating on Apple. That would be the best way. And I will say amazing things about you. So anyhow, I would be Jeff Chalks Fox, your host here. I will guide you through with my co-host, the main card of this week's UFC. Yes, the UFC is finally back. And we got some picks for you. We had a lot of fun on the prelim portion of the podcast, prelim portion of the podcast, um, which was yesterday. Make sure you listen to that. We're pretty much on the same page, including on a same page of a big plus 280 dog. We'll see how things go today. We're going to give you picks for all five main card fights, plus props, uh, lie, uh, sorry, locks, dogs, and props is the order I should say then. We're going to give you those, and we're going to give you a two-fight parlay that will get you at least 10 times your money. And it wins often enough to make it worthwhile for you. So make sure you tag log on that. So without further ado, let's bring in the determined Daniel Gumby Reeland. Hello. <laughs> hey, that's going to be your so, nickname. You said it's not that bad. So let's give your name. It's not as bad as Chinese. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, that's for a, for a people, Polish people, guy. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah, was going to say, if people are just listening for the first time. They're going to think Gumby's a Gumby does not like China, but no, we no, just but like Chinese. It's not a good nickname. Chinese for is a Polish. bad nickname. And we yeah. don't like um, people from the, Chinese uh, UFC, what's it called again? Oh, Performance Institute. Performance yeah. Institute. We like them as people, just not as we gen- We generally fade them. And actually, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of Asian fighters soon because that February yeah. 4th card has got a bunch on it. Um, Just yeah. to quickly clarify, uh, Crunch has been, I believe, in the Discord for quite some time. But okay. to in fairness to you, he has really been carrying the action over the course of this big UFC lull in the Discord. That's why I so, to yeah, yeah. So shout out, shout out to him for doing that. And... While you're yeah, in let the me Discord. do it. No, let me do it. Uh, let me do it. Okay. Hey Gumby, <laughs> do you have anything else exciting to tell everyone? Like yeah, maybe a you. contest? Sure, sure. While you're in the Discord talking to Crunch and the various other uh, hooligans who exist in that Discord, um, make sure you look for the link which I will be spamming in there quite often for our props contest. We're running a first quarter props contest where you guys can win uh, some sweet SGPN merch. 
Uh, it is for props that are plus 200 or better. So if you got one, hey, maybe even hear one on the show today that you want to throw in there. Uh, just check that out. You can also find it on our Twitter. So if you're not in the Discord, which, by the way, shame on you. But if you're not in the Discord, you can find it on our Twitter at SGPNMMA. Uh, there's a link in there as well. So check that out. Get your prop in before fight time. We'll accept props right up until the fights start. Um, so make sure to get that in ASAP. All right. Awesome. All right. Um, you ready to break down some main card fights, Dan? We had fun in the prelims, didn't we? It was like I always, times. You, you know I love the prelims more. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. You know, you know what you should do? Never mind. It, it, <laughs> would, it would never work. Um, all right. But we're going to do main card, which is what? 7 p.m. Eastern start time on ESPN plus uh, we got a five uh, fight slate, but haha, this is a cliffhanger. I'm going to tell you about WinBet first. Haha. WinBet is the official online sports book of the sports gambling podcast network. WinBet is active in a bunch of States and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays and the NFL playoffs are here. So definitely get in uh, WinBet for that. Get plus they have great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now. Over at WinBet, ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet, so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And NFL playoff time. So we got the SGPN NFL playoff challenge. SGPN has teamed up with Homage for a NFL playoff challenge. The winner will get $300 cash, reportedly out of Gumby's paycheck, but that's, uh, I don't know that for sure. $100 SGPN gift card and $100 Homage gift card. Homage has a ton of cool retro and throwback officially licensed NFL gear. Check them out at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash homage for all the contest details and enter and to enter. Download the SGPN app and hit contest. So many things were given away. So get the app and get in the Discord at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord, and you can win lots of good things. All right. Like I said, main card, 7 p.m. Eastern, ESPN Plus, starts off with Bantamweight's Umar Nurmagomedov versus Jaune Barcelos. We will tell you about Barcelos first, 17-3, eight knockouts, two submissions, been submitted one time, 6-2 and two in the UFC. However, he has gone one and two over his last three fights. He did win his last fight, though. I think we picked against him, or at least I did. Uh, was a regional champion. Used to fight at featherweight. 2012 Pro MMA debut. He's more active landing strikes than Nurmagomedov is in the UFC. He is outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.88 strikes per minute, which is pretty decent, plus 580. Despite all that, the books are not impressed. Nurmagomedov, 15-0, one knockout, seven submissions. 3-0 in the UFC, 2-0 in PFL. Multiple regional championships on his. Mantle. He also is a Sambo, a combat Sambo champion. Inch taller than Barcelos, two inches of reach on him, nine years younger. Striking stats are in his favor over Barcelos. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by almost four strikes a minute, 3.98 strikes per minute. Grappling stats are in his favor as well over Barcelos, minus 905, one of the area codes of Toronto. Um, I'll take, <laughs> good, to, good to know. <laughs> I'll take Nurmagomedov. Uh, I won't be taking him at this number, I won't be, but... To win the fight, he's the better fighter, and he's way younger, which makes a difference, especially at lower weight classes. So, give me an Nurmagomedov. I, I worry a little bit that Barcelos is like already beaten a Nurmagomedov, right? Didn't he beat uh, the the other bantamweight Nurmagomedov? The fake one. And, I mean, he's the non cousin. I mean, 
I mean, his real last name is said Nurmagomedov. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, yeah. he's still. But yeah, at the end of the day here, Sed is a little bit more of a kickboxer and a little bit less of a brutal wrestler like Umar is. I, I think U- Umar should probably get his wrestling going pretty easy here against Rib- uh, Barcelos. And even if he doesn't, he's kind of quick enough on the feet and can wear him down. I-, I-, I think the fight's a lot closer than the number is. But at the same time, you're right. Like, you j- just go with the winning fighter here. It- it's probably going to be Nurmagomedov. Yep, but we won't waste money on it. Um Actually, yes, we will. We have to bet $100 on every fight. I forgot. That's our rules. We haven't mentioned that for a while. That is the rules. All right, let's go to women's bantamweights, the only women's fight on the main card. Ketlin Vieira versus Raquel Pennington. I almost said Hakel, but no, she's not Brazilian. Uh, Rocky Pennington is 14-8, and eight, one knockout, four submissions. Been knocked out once, submitted once. 11-5 and five in the UFC, which is pretty impressive. She's won four straight fights. It's really improved her record with that. In five of her last six, she has not lost since January 2020. 2-1 in the Ultimate Fighter. Used to fight at Featherweight. 1-2 in Invicta. Was a regional champion. 2012 Pro MMA debut. Striking stats in her favor. Uh, she's more active landing strikes as well than Vera. She outstruck her UFC opponents by 0.65 strikes per minute. Plus 100. So even money on her. Phenomeno. Phenomeno. F-E-N-O-M-E-N-O is Vera. 13-2. Two knockouts. Four submissions. She's been knocked out once. Seven and two in the UFC. Uh, she's won two straight fights. Has missed weight before. Was a regional champion. Inch of height, inch of reach on Pennington. Three years younger. She's been outstruck by 0.9 strikes per minute in the UFC. Her grappling stats are better than Pennington's. Minus 120. Uh, all the basic stats, like when I dive into the stats and everything, they tell me to pick Pennington, but I, I just can't do it. I just think Vera is a better fighter. Um, and she's beat two former champs, albeit past their prime former champs in the last fights and um um holly home and misha tate but um yeah like i said all the stats point to pennington so i'm not super positive in this one um but i will be taking beer at minus 120 regardless but, but the thing about the reason the stats i think pan out for pennington so well is yeah she out she out grappled marion renault and like racked up a bunch of takedowns and and control time and she racked up a bunch of time against aspen lad who looks like a shell of herself and like you know she's beat up elizabeth phillips one time and betch cohea and like jessica andrage which is wild like a kind of a nice win Je- what is jessica andrage doing at bantamweight again um so like yeah, that's you know, crazy like, to think of yeah it's insane so like sure raquel pennington in a lot of ways uh has like really good stats but like who is it against whereas ketlin here is out here like beating up holly home and i think that the big piece for me here is the power of, of ketlin vieta right because she first of all she's got the hands where she she seemingly could end the fight or at least really hurt her um and she's very physical so like i don't see raquel pennington like bodying her up or out grappling her and i think every time she lands the punch you're going to be seeing raquel pennington's head snap back which is just going to look better on the judges scorecard so yeah i I like ketlin vieta here I i think she's probably just going to land the more impactful strikes and take what ultimately will probably be a fairly close decision but i i think she's a uh easier pick here all right. We will take her. We'll take her at a good line then. Minus 120. Um, all right. What are we going to move to? We'll go back to the men's side. Middleweights. Puna Haley Soriana, but you can call him Puna if you want, versus Roman Kopilov. As I said, this is a middleweight fight. Kopilov, 9-2 with eight knockouts. He's been submitted once. 1-2 in the UFC. He won his last fight via TKO after dropping his first two. He's fight at light heavyweight. He's another one with multiple regional championships on his. Mantle. 
a mantle heavy episode. Uh, inch of height, three inches of reach over Soriano. He's been outstruck in the UFC by 0.37 strikes per minute, plus 135 for Copy Love. Soriano Puna, as I said, is the nickname. It's really, that would be like saying Jeff's my nickname. Dan's your nickname. Weak. Not as weak as uh, the determined, but weak nonetheless. Um, he's 9 and 2, Soriano. Six knockouts, two submissions, never been finished in a fight. Three and two in the UFC. He's gone one and two over his last three fights. However, he did win his last fight via knockout. He was one and all in the contender series. He used to fight at heavyweight. He's a year younger than Kopilov. Striking stats are better than Kopilov's, and he's more active landing strikes. He has outstruck his UFC opponents by about a half a strike per minute, 0.53 strikes per minute. Grappling stats are in his favor as well over Kopilov, minus 160. Go ahead. I'm going with Punahele Soriano here. Uh, originally, I, I thought about leaning Kopilov, but like I went back through Puna's record, and like he just doesn't lose to anybody who isn't going to like spam takedowns in his face. You know what I mean? Um, and Kopilov's yeah. not that guy. Uh, he's fought, he, he shot three takedowns in his whole career. He's only gotten one of them. And he badly got out grappled by Carl Roberson, who is largely like a kickboxer. I actually think Puna might have a grappling advantage in this fight, oddly, um, if it were to go to that, which I, I don't think it's probably going to go to that. But if it were to go to that, like he, he showed against Jamie Pickett, he's got some some takedowns in there. So if this takes place entirely on the feet, I'm going to take the guy who's been knocking people out, uh, you know, three out of his last five fights and, and doing so pretty emphatically. I mean, he's got... The dude in his last five fights has got five knockdowns. I'll take the guy who's going to stand toe-to-toe with him, um, and I, I'll say Punahela here. Yeah, I um, I had to do some diving into this one, and I'm going on the opposite side. I'm, oh. taking, I'm taking a dog, and you're taking a favorite. So, um, yeah, I expect this probably is going to be a striking battle because um, neither man do grapple much. Um, Kapilov is actually a better striker from distance. Soriano actually gets outstruck from distance. Um at least in the UFC portion of his career, he has. And Kapilov does have a lot of power, eight knockouts and nine pro wins. Maybe he hasn't shown a heck of a lot of his power in the UFC yet, but um, if it's going to be a striking battle, I'm going to take a guy who's better at striking from, from distance and has some pop in his strikes. So there we go. We're going to differ, but it's a close I, one. I am I am also just going to throw out there, just because I discredited, um, if you listen to the last episode, I, I discredited... Who is it that I discredited with the head kick knockout of uh, Alessio? Did you discredit people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, Abdul Razak Alassane. Yes, yes, uh, his, yes. his only big win recently was a head kick knockout of Alessio Decherico. And I was like, yeah, you know, Alessio Decherico, not that great. And then, of course, uh, Roman Kapilov's only UFC win is a knockout yep. win over Alessio Decherico. <laughs> yep. Poor yep, bastard. Yep, yep. He he yep. should probably not watch this event because he's going to be on some highlight reels. <laughs> uh, no doubt. All right, so we differed on one fight. We only differed on one on the prelims. We differed so far on one on the main card. We'll have to see if that uh, if it stays at one or if we we nudge it up a little higher. But first, Underdog Fantasy. We are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy at Underdog. The season never ends. Right now, you can play the fantasy football playoff best ball, the gauntlet with a million dollars in prizes up for grabs. That's not out of Gumby's pocket. Uh, they also have a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL. You could say a buttload, perhaps, of daily games. Plus, when you use promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, let's keep moving on. We're, all, we're to the co-main event already. We're not being as silly as we were last episode. All right, featherweights. Dan Ige versus Damon Jackson. Um, Damon, the... I want to say that he's not the leech anymore. It says the action Jackson now. 
Yeah. So that, you know, first of all, I I do really like the, it's, you're going to take back how weak it is in a second. So that is, um, that's in reference to honor his brother who recently died. His brother was also a fighter with the nickname action. So he took his brother's nickname upon his death to honor him. So whatever, edit, edit this out then. Okay. Slightly less weak. <laughs> I, I still like the leech better. Just I, I alone as a nickname, but I, I anyhow, do. As, as, an, as a nickname, standalone nickname, the leech better nickname, the reason behind it action might be better. Okay. All right, I, I will give you that. So, um, action, Jackson, 22, 4, and 1 with one no contest. Uh, he's knocked out four people, submitted 15. He's been knocked out three times, submitted once uh, himself. He's 5, 2, and 1 with one no contest over two stints in the UFC. However, this last stint has gone quite well for him. He's won four straight fights. Um, that's part of a 6 and 1 run over his last seven fights. He's not lost a fight since December 2020. He won his last fight via TKO. Uh, he went 0 1 in PFL. And 2-0 and in Bellator. He was a regional champion. Used to fight at lightweight. 2012 was a pro MMA debut. He's four inches taller than Danny Guy. He's been outstruck in the UFC by 0.18 strikes per minute. Uh, grappling stats are better than Ige's, plus 100. Danny Ige, 50K is the nickname. We love his nicknames, right? That's that's also a worse nickname than Dan the Determined. Also, yep. I know I say this every single time Danny Gay yep. is in. Go ahead. <laughs> He had better nicknames. <laughs> yes. He used to be the Danimal, uh, which yep. I, I don't know if a lot Danimal. of people know. He used to be the Danimal Dan Ige, which is a sick nickname. Now he's 50K. It's one of the worst nicknames in sports. <laughs> How about the Determined Danimal? That would be a good nickname, right? It'd be better than 50K. It would be. All right. Let's tell you about 50K Ige. You, and oh, if people don't know, he's 50K because he wants to win the 50K bonus every time, right? It is, Which and then sometimes they weaker. And then sometimes they bump the bonus up to 100k, but he's still 50k. <laughs> he only wants half it. Uh, if he's on those fight cards, you, you can pay him half. So they actually should pick him to win on those. So, anywho, um, but but um, but um, Ige is 15 to six, four knockouts, five submissions. He, oh, I didn't write down how many times he's been stopped. Do you know what is? Uh, I'm gonna have to check for you, ladies and gentlemen. Here, one second. Do I don't think he's. Fly. I don't think he's been stopped at he's all. He's never been finishing a fight. Yeah, I don't. That's why say, I didn't, I didn't think so. Down. That's impressive. So he's never been finishing a fight. Seven and five in the UFC. Uh, he's won. He, however, he's gone zero and three over his last three, and he's only won one of his last five. He's one zero in the contender series. Three years younger than Jackson. Striking and active striking stats are better than Jackson's. Plus, he's outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.24 strikes per minute. Minus 120. It's me first, right? Uh, I think yes. it's you first on this one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Got to go with Jackson. He's, he. I think he's, at least me, he's burned me at least uh, recently uh, since his this resurgence of him. I don't think I can pick against him at this point. Even, this is technically a step up of competition. Um, Gumby's going to crap all over Ige's resume in a second, which is good. Um, but Ige still has a number beside his name. Uh, but yeah, Ige's going in the wrong direction. Jackson is just surging. And he's looking good doing it. So give me the plus money again, please. Yeah, and with the exception of that Edson Barboza win for Dan Ige, and you're right, I'm going to crap at his record a little bit. <laughs> with the exception of that split decision win over Edson Barboza, which I thought he lost, like his best win might be Gavin Tucker. Or that weird split decision with Mirsad Bechtik. Like, he doesn't have a really quality win on his record. Anytime he's stepped up in competition, Calvin Cater, Chansung Jong, Josh Emmett, Movsar Evloev, he has looked bad doing so. Um, and been not just beat, but, like, steadily beat. Like, none of those guys just, like, edged out a win over him. Except for, 
I mean, some people think that Cater fight was close, but I don't. Um, so, like, I, I think he's just been, like, outworked. And, and the thing about Damon Jackson, too, is I think he's got a lot of unique advantages over him. Like, if this does stay on the feet, he's recently shown he's got some real good skills on the feet. Um, you know, he took Pat Sabatini out. That That's worth noting. And I think he's a better wrestler than Danny Gay. I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that this number is coming in where it is, right? Like, I, I did yeah. not expect Damon Jackson on this kind of run to – be an underdog to Dan Ige on the opposite kind of run. Yeah, we'll take it though. We will gladly take it. Um, so yeah, we're we're both getting in on um, Jackson at the plus money, which brings us to our main event, the makeshift main event. We talked about this last episode, um, the prelim uh, part portion of the podcast. So uh, Strickland is stepping in here less than a week's notice to fill in for Calvin Gasman, who lost half of his face in in training in Paris. Um so Strickland will be fighting Nasser Dean Imovov. Both guys normally middleweights. They're bumping this one up to light heavyweight so Strickland does not have to cut weight as much weight on a short notice. All right, let's tell you about Imovov. First, the Russian sniper, 12 and 3, five knockouts, four submissions. He's been submitted one time. He's 4 and 1 in the UFC. He's won three straight fights. He's fight at like, like I said, middleweight normally, and also was fought at welterweight, was a regional champion. Two inches taller than Strickland, four years younger. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 1.65 strikes per minute. Minus 110. We got ourselves a pick em. Tarzan, Strickland, 25 and 5, 10 knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice. Like I said, he's taken this on very, very short notice. He just fought on the very, he headlined the very last UFC event of 2022 and got beat. Um, split decision. He's 12 and 5 in the UFC. However, he's lost two straight fights. Before that, he won six straight fights. So a little streaky. Uh, normally fights at middleweight, as I said. He also has fought at welterweight. Was a regional champion. 2008 was his pro MMA debut. He's got an inch of reach on Imavov. He's more active landing strikes. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 1.41 strikes per minute. His grappling stats are better than Imavov's as well. Minus 110. Go ahead. I'm taking to Sordin Imavov. I, I think... For, for a couple of reasons. First, I really do think this short notice fight is kind of ill-advised for Sean Strickland. I, I know he's he wants to like cultivate this persona where he's like the Donald Cerrone kind of guy. He's just going to come in here and he doesn't give a shit and like whatever. But like he's not that guy and he's not like the type of guy who goes for the kill. And I think both of those things are bad here against Imovov because – the, the thing about Imovov is when I was, you know, mentally handicapping his fight with Calvin Gaslam, there was a worry in the back of my head that he would run into cardio problems. Because say what you want about Calvin Gaslam and being a little thicker around the middle, but like the guy puts a pace on people, right? Like he, he fights at a very high pace. You know, go back and look at his fight with Izzy. Like it, it was a high pace. Sean Strickland doesn't do that, right? Like his pitter-patter boxing sometimes might be high energy for him, but it's like not high energy to fight against, right? Like you, you don't get tired fighting that kind of guy. So like anybody who is concerned about Imavov's gas tank can worry a little less for that reason. And then can worry a little less because he's up at 205. This guy's barely going to be cutting any weight. He came to this fight week on Monday. He thought he had to make 85. You have to imagine this dude's only cutting like five pounds, whereas Strickland's going to go through the full weight cut. On top of all that, like I said, Strickland's got that pitter-patter style. I, I think Imavov is a good enough counter-striker, that he, and he hits hard, that, that he's going to get the better of the exchanges in the same way that, like, Jared Cannonier did, um, but except for, like, more headshots than Cannonier had, even. So 
Yeah, I like Imavov here. I, I like that uh, the line got a little bit better, despite the fact that I think the matchup is a little bit better, too. So, yeah, g- give me him on this one. Yeah, I'm agreeing. Imavov as well. I was on Strickland camp uh, originally, but then uh, more I thought about it. I, I can't go against the short notice thing. This is especially uh, short notice. Um, fighters who fight on less than a month notice or only winning 36% of the time over what's almost three years now I've been tracking this. Um, so that's that's the main reason. Plus, Dan said the cardio should be better, you would think, for a Mavov, and he's going to have less weight to cut than Strickland will. And yeah, I agree with what you said. He, Strickland's probably going to outstrike him, um, but a Mavov will. In terms of total, right? Yes, totals. Yeah. Yes, but but a Mavov will land more, the more meaningful shots. So uh, that, as we saw last fight, that depending on who the judges are, that normally will win you the fight. So we are both going with Mavov. All right. So that is the main card. We're not done yet. So don't you dare click off us yet um i'll recap Imavov, both of us um i gotta get you in on oh i have you down with ige that's not right jackson for both of us as well um he's got he being gummy has soriano i have copy love we both have Vieira. both have no sorry yeah we yeah, both we... have Nurmagomedov. so yes great recap where i messed up almost the whole thing so the only one we differ on is the copy love uh soriano fight so at least we differ on some all right do you want to do our locks, dogs, props first, or you want to do the parlay, super fan, hunger man, jong, super fan parlay? We always end with super fan, jong. So let, let's right. get the let's get our first edition of lock, dog, and prop uh, out of the way. We're betting the same amount on each of these, the so same I've, imaginary amount, or what? Yeah, yeah, I, I would say hundred on each, right? Yeah, yeah, we we don't need to change the amount. You could just no. say one one unit if that's one the thing unit, you want to yes. do, or one right. hundred bucks, whatever, whatever you want to do. But these are our uh lock lock dog and prop do you want to go first uh i will yeah uh, sure that's very nice of you uh my lock i will go with javid basharat minus 360 well that's exactly what i had to you and like i I was gonna say you know like for these going forward i I don't like uh, like i'm not gonna just take a negative 300 favorite or a negative 500 favorite every time like that that's kind of a weak way but like this one there's like value on negative 360 on Javid Bashara, and I've actually seen him dip down to like the low 300s too. Like, th- there's probably some value there. I, I think he's gonna steamroll Mendonca. So like, I- I'll say yeah, Javid Bashara is a good one. So you went first with lock, so I'll, I'll go yep. first uh, with dog here. Um, for my dog, I'm gonna take oscillated between two or three of them. Uh, no, I'm just gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with Damon Jackson. Um, Same I think, as me, boring. Oh, really? Uh, yep. So what, if, what do we have him at plus one? Plus 100. So it's, plus, it's a very weak dog, yeah, it's, but it's, it's the one I, I feel the best about. I, I picked a few dogs or pick here, but he's the one I, I like the most. Obviously. Yeah, and I, I thought about taking Jimmy Flick too, I will just yeah, say in this too. spot. Like Jimmy Flick, he's an exciting dog here, and he's like, got a big number next to his name. But there's also just the chance that like he never gets this fight to the ground and looks like a fool. And you, you could yep. say the opposite about Priscilla Cachoeira, who's a dog I like. She might just be on the ground in two seconds and also look like a fool. So, um, yeah, I like David Jackson. Uh, maybe wait for that number to come up a bit because I think people are – the money might be coming in on Ige. Um, yeah. But but yeah no yeah give me give me Jackson we'll get us matching now I know um, all right let's see I get uh, to throw it at you for prop. props <laughs> all right a prop so I guess the prop can be what it can be anything right it can be it can be anything yeah, fight yeah. length it can be anything all right um yeah. what is do you have props in front of you I do yeah because I'm not prepared do, and I don't all right do, what is do not take the same thing I was thinking of what is Bosch Rob via finish 
Oh, okay. I'll look at that. Hang on. That's something different. That, that wasn't <laughs> what I was going to take. I was going to be right. really bummed if you took what I wanted. Cause, cause, cause I, I agree with you. He's going to, I think he's going to finish. Men, Mendonca. Uh, Basharat, you want um, inside the distance? Yeah. Uh, plus 140. All right. Give me that. Okay. Basharat. It's because he could, he could do ground and pound. He could do submission. He could do, he could either. So. Yeah, and if you uh if you think he's gonna specifically win by KO too, for those of you out there, that's like anywhere between plus three hundred and plus four hundred, depending on who you're betting nice. on. So you actually went with a little bit bigger of a prop than I did. So really, my prop, what did I get it out again? Uh, plus one forty. Uh, one forty. Okay. Kind of a nice one. All right, I'm gonna, Howard, what do you have? For my uh prop, I'm gonna take uh the fight between. Uh, the sword Imamovov and Sean Strickland goes over four and a half rounds. Okay. Uh, over four and a half right now is plus 110. So yeah, I don't see this this being a finish. Yeah, I, I actually think it's going to go the distance. I took that over, um, o- over four and a half just because, like, if there is a late finish, the, the difference in the price between those two wasn't a lot, it was like plus 110 or plus 115. I don't need okay. that. Uh, I don't. I don't need that plus five bucks left uh, there on the fight goes to decision over the the four and a half rounds. So and actually the price on three and a half rounds for those wondering too is like negative two or negative one twenty five, negative one thirty, depending on where you're looking. Well, that's good so, too. Yeah. So that even, too. Yeah. So even that's not a bad line. You might be able to hit both of those. So um and if you listen to our trends episode earlier in the month, we actually talked about how main events were going later and later into the fights over yep. the past year. Um, so this is using some of that trend here. I think uh, Imavov and Strickland uh, continue that. All right. So both are locks. Basharat minus 360. Both are dogs. Jackson plus 110. Uh, Gumby's prop is the main event over four and a half rounds at plus 110. Mine is Javid Basharat via finish. I didn't type down the finish here. Finish at plus 140. All right. What you got for Superfan Jong? All right. So for my Superfan Jong parlay, I am going to take that uh, – over from Nasoradin Imavov, and I'm going to pair it with Nasoradin Imavov. Um, so Imavov by decision, which sort of seems like the most likely outcome for him to win, correct? Yep, I agree, and, yep. Yeah, plus 300 uh, on Imavov to win by decision, which I, I thought was kind of crazy. Maybe yeah. uh, that, that'll probably be the prop that I throw into the props contest, which, by the way, get in our Discord. Check out the props contest. Win yourself some uh, SGPN merch. Um, so I'll throw that Imavov decision plus 300 is my pick there. Um, and I'm going to pair it with Punahele Soriano by knockout. Uh, he's won his last three fights by knockout. He's got a guy who's going to stand in front of him. If both, and that's a, that's plus 200 for Puna by knockout. So if you pair both of those two together, you're going to get that at, uh, plus 1100, even nice and easy right. 11 to one, baby. Yep. Nice, easy one to start off the new year. Right. All right. So there you go. Main event over and Imavov via decisions. So you're putting all your eggs in one basket, but uh, I like the basket, Dan. It's a nice basket. It's a great basket. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's got a very solid uh, bottom to it. I don't think it's going to it's gonna fall through on you. Nice, all right. Nice, um, nice handle, too. It's yep, got a nice, nice handle. handle. <laughs> of course. All right. We talked enough. That's enough for you. Um, so that's all the stuff you got. Uh, all of our picks, if you want to hear the prelims, go back an episode if you haven't already. Uh, thanks for listening to this one. If you listen right to the end, Make sure you're listening to it on the MMA Gambling Podcast feed. Um, that would help us out if you're listening to it on the actual feed and not on the SGPN feed. 
And if you haven't already, rate and review. That would be lovely as well. Uh, get in the Discord, as Dan said, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. And uh, enter the contest and have some chats with us. Um, get in the in the old Twitter thing, SGPN MMA is our Twitter handle at Gumby Runs. I am at Jeff Fox Writer. He is at Gumby Vreeland. Uh, Top Turtle, I didn't talk about your podcast last episode. That must have killed you. I'm sorry. Um, Top Turtle MMA. Actually, I did talk about it because the jinx. Um, Top Turtle MMA is Gumby's other podcast where he interviews fighters and he also makes some picks uh, on fights. Um, Who do you interview this week, Gumby? Uh, I talked with David Jackson, uh, who is both of our dog picks this week. And I also talked with Isaac Dolgarian, who uh, sadly has a torn LCL and won't be fighting this week. And? Torn LCL. Oh, he's got a hole in his retina, but that was, he already had that. That was already (laughs) a hole in his retina, but that's not a big deal because he already had a hole in his retina. So, Um, all right. Oh, and if you want to read all their stuff, obviously sportsgamblingpodcast.com. I will have a, um, to go along with all my picks. I have a picks article up there now for UFC. Also have a DraftKings slash DFS article, which may be up when you listen to this. I'm not sure. We'll see how productive I am uh, after, after recording. All right. And oh, and my all my MMA writing and a pick'em contest, a free pick'em contest, is at moneymma.substack.com. So make sure you get in there. We're just giving you free things everywhere, everywhere you turn. We're trying to give you stuff. Um, all right, that's it. We'll be back again on Sunday to recap how we did with the UFC and uh, get you set for another week of UFC action, a pay-per-view week. Um, we'll let Gumby take you home until then. All right, I'm David Gumby Freeman. He's 50K Jeff Fox, and we. <laughs> We'll see you on Sunday.